When I was a kid, one of the cartoons we would watch every now and then was called The Jetsons. The Jetsons were a futuristic family, I believe they lived in 2062, and so they had all kinds of fascinating technology, including a robot maid. Rosie the Robot was her name, and she was a little bit sassy if I remember correctly. And the more and more I talk with folks about artificial intelligence and machine learning, I just can't help but wonder how close we are to me being able to have my very own Rosie the Robot, minus the sass, of course. Well, Virginia Tech's Ismini Lorenzo helped me better understand where we are when it comes to artificial intelligence and machine learning. Ismini is an assistant professor of computer science at Virginia Tech with an affiliation with the San Gani Center for Artificial Intelligence and Data Analytics. I talked with Ismini a little about how she got into this field. She helped me get a better understanding on what the difference is between artificial intelligence and machine learning. And we talked about a recent project she completed with some of her students to create a virtual task bot, some of the challenges that lie in creating such technology, and the potential she sees to eventually have embodied task bots, which could interact with the physical environment. And yes, you heard me correctly, that is a step towards me getting that Rosie the Robot. I'm Travis Williams, and this is Virginia Tech's Curious Conversations. I'm curious, how did you get into artificial intelligence and machine learning? Mm, That's a a great question. So I used to um, work in the banking sector uh, initially, and I had um, a bachelor's in business administration. So eventually, I thought that I probably could transition to something more creative and ended up uh, doing a bachelor's in computer science where I got introduced into NLP and natural language processing and artificial intelligence through coursework and decided that I'm more interested in you know this uh, kind of research. So I started working on... Um, on information retrieval and natural language processing through my PhD, and then moved on to more uh, multimodal machine learning uh, work. Have you found it to be a more creative field? Definitely, definitely. Being an academic certainly has an advantage of uh, research freedom, uh, and I'm, I think I'm, I'm very grateful to be able to have my own group, mentor students, and for my own research agenda. Well, another thing that I'm curious about, and I don't know if I realized I was curious about this until I started researching some of your work, is what's the difference between artificial intelligence and machine learning? So AI is a more general term, a broader term that encompasses uh, different subfields. Uh, Machine learning is one of the subfields that uh, focuses on uh, how to make uh, computers uh, learn. uh, by, for example, uh, feeding as data as input and learn to make predictions uh, or uh, approximate um, the patterns in the data. Um, now, AI also encompasses other fields, so for example, natural language processing, which makes computer, uh, computers understand language and generate natural language. There is also computer vision that focuses on perception algorithms and how to make uh, computer systems understand the visual world. And there is also reinforcement learning and planning methods that uh, focus more on uh, control and how to operate uh, and how to perform a sequence of decisions. So AI is a broader term that encompasses uh, several subfields. 
Yeah. And, and then machine learning is really just one of those, but it's basically how to train uh, machines to learn. I mean, I guess the name says it all. <laughs> yes, exactly. Now with uh, deep learning, most of the fields are uh, closely interconnected. So the boundaries have been, you know, uh, I don't know the word. Yeah. It sounds like there's, there's a lot of overlap there is what it sounds exactly. like. To me. Okay. Exactly. Well, great. One of the projects that I've read that you've been working on is related to the Alexa Taskbot Challenge. And so I wanted to ask you, what what is the Alexa Taskbot Challenge and, and what are you all trying to do there? Yeah, thank you for asking. So uh, as I mentioned, I'm interested in uh, multimodal machine learning and uh, that involves uh, fusing various modalities. Um, so, for example, visual input or uh, natural language. Um, and TaskBot is a challenge uh, um, organized by Amazon, uh, one of the Alexa Prize challenges that focuses on creating conversational AI assistants uh, that help uh, users uh, complete tasks. So typically those are cooking tasks or DIY tasks uh, where uh, there is a central goal of, for example, make a specific meal. And you can decompose it into planning procedures that have multiple steps. And you guide users through those steps and users can ask questions or they can adapt uh, the plan according to their preferences. So we built this kind of task bot, which is essentially a chat bot, but for tasks. Okay. So if I'm understanding it correctly, like if I want to cook a recipe, it's not that we're not to the point yet where it will just cook me the meal. but if I have a recipe, will it walk me through the process? Yes. Uh, the difference is that you have a virtual assistant that walks you through the process and adjusts the recipe based on your preferences. So, for example, you may not want to add onions to the recipe. So what other substitutes can you find? So it's more like a virtual help. Oh, wow. So, so my wife has all kinds of food allergies. You need to develop this and I need to have it so, because I need to know how to make different types of recipes that are gluten free and onions. She also can't eat onions. That's that is really fascinating. Well, I'm curious in that space of of assistance and virtual assistance. What do you think uh, the potential is for virtual assistance in the, in the near future? Yeah, I think ultimately I would like to see more uh, embodied assistance rather than virtual uh, where you have uh, not only the ability to understand and provide guidance, but also understand the, and interact with the physical world. So hopefully we'll get to a space where we have uh, home assistants that can actually help us perform physical tasks. Uh, but uh, the goal of uh, virtual assistants right now, the potential that they have is massive across various uh, various sectors. So it could have uh, implications for healthcare, uh, disaster response, smart manufacturing, home applications, many more that I can think of. Yeah. What are some of the challenges you think standing in the way of us reaching that potential? Yeah, so understanding uh, standardized procedures for tasks with multiple steps requires understanding, uh, first of all, the different modalities, right? Data is unstructured, comes with uh, different modalities. It could be like a video that you watch for a recipe and you have multiple videos where humans perform the same recipe, but with different steps. 
So there are a lot of uh, inter interchangeable steps that you can perform, but there are also bottleneck steps that you have to definitely perform in order to complete a recipe or a task. And also uh, you have to understand how the different uh, objects uh, that you operate in uh, the recipe or the task change based on the actions that you perform. So for example, I fry an egg and the egg changes the state right from raw to fried. So this is a challenge right now for current systems. And of course, understanding human preferences and being able to adapt to human preferences is another challenge. Yeah, so it sounds like just getting these assistants to to learn about us uh, is part of the challenge because we we can be quite complicated. And and we change, we change over time. So we are a very complex, dynamic environment. Moving back, I guess a little bit to that Alexa taskbot challenge. Are you working with students on that? Yes, the team of that worked on this were the five uh, students from my lab all working on different aspects of the bot. Yeah, and so is the, so you've created the bot. And it, so is the challenge over? Mm -hmm. The challenge is over. The finals happened in September. We are on the top five teams that passed the finals, but we didn't make it to the top three. Oh, okay. That, that's really cool. Congratulations on this. Thank you. That's amazing. Being, being able to enter this challenge as a new team, uh, and being on the finals, I think I am very proud of my students and the work that they have put into this. Yeah, you all should be. That That is incredible. Well, what would you most like for people to know about the research that you're doing at this for, at the forefront of artificial intelligence and machine learning? Yeah, so as I mentioned, I'm currently focused on multimodal machine learning and embodied AI. So that involves uh, fusing various modalities and equipping AI agents with the ability to understand and interact with the physical world. So that means that uh, you can understand how objects change when an agent performs the action, how to replan in dynamic environments, um, understand affordances of objects, so this kind of aspect. Yeah, it sounds like that you are trying to push push things forward so that I can have a robot to actually cook for me. Hopefully, yes. And thanks to Ismini for sharing her expertise when it comes to artificial intelligence, machine learning, and task bots. If you or someone you know would make for a great curious conversation, email me at traviskw at vt.edu. I'm Travis Williams, and this has been Virginia Tech's Curious Conversations. Mm -hmm.